FaceTime Diaries is brought to you by Neuromax. Life is full of uncertainty. The tragic disappearing of 2020 made it clear that at any moment, our loved ones could leave us forever. Now, more than ever, we need to do all we can to give them the lives they deserve, protect them from the unexpected, and cherish their memories always. Neuromax is the only neural enhancement chip on the market approved by the FDA. Neuromax is safe, proven effective, and setting a new standard for human performance. Financing options now available. Join the millions of others worldwide who have upgraded their minds and are ready for the future. Neuromax. Don't just survive, thrive. And
initiating launch. 100%. Detecting decrease in serotonin. Recalibrating risk quotient. Cross-referencing sensory data to memory. Sending fight or flight response to relevant hormonal center lead with meditation perceptual matrix. Save. 35% increase in recognized visual data. 50% in risk quotient. Cross-referencing substantiating generative model process. Saving perceptual model. Sending to discriminate model for verification. Tuning. Save. Receiving visual data. Receiving visual data. Save. Receiving visual data. Analysis complete. Analysis complete. Save. Save. Analysis complete. Tuning parameters. Tuning parameters. Save. Save. Upgrading. Save. Creating observer entity. Creating observer entity. I want to thank you for listening to this latest thing. I'm not sure what to call it, but I wanted to get this to you because I feel you'd understand. See, everything around me is a booby trap. Invisible mines in the kitchen, in the bedroom. By the door, her jacket still hangs. In the bathroom, her toothbrush. Tied to each, a memory. Fragments of her voice, her touch, a moment. coffee mug triggered this one today. We were in Philly, near the end. I guess now that I think of it near the end of a lot. We were upstairs in my parents' old bedroom. In the late afternoon light, dust danced above a naked bed. It smelled like medicine. Lucy asked me what I wanted to do with a particular box she pulled out of the closet. This one looks like old coats. I shrugged. She smiled and offered a suggestion in her Kermit the Frog voice. Oh boy, well, looks like the box is staying. You hear me, New York? The box is staying. <laughs> Sorry. I said something curt and moody in return. And at that point, I think she frowned and looked away. Anyway, I made things worse than they needed to be. back. She asked me if I was still going through with the procedure. I said, yeah, that's what my dad wanted. She suggested I wait a little while since the technology was so new. Then I started rambling about my dad. She cut me off, told me I was wallowing, and asked to change the subject. Wallowing. I felt pretty insulted, and I didn't respond for a while. Then I started apologizing. I told her I'm sorry I made things worse than they were already. I just needed to vent sometimes. She didn't respond. But something changed on that car ride. I'm pretty sure that was the moment she stopped being there. Maybe her patience ran out. I don't really remember much more about that day than that. 
I remember the feeling in my stomach, but the rest is gone. It's weird. Lately, I feel like I can remember every single detail, but back then, all my memories are spotty, incomplete, always slightly different, slightly less than before. Just fragments. You deserve to be unhappy, you dumb fuck. Yeah, she left because you're worthless. Okay, okay, I know I'm worthless. You think I don't know that? Jesus. Do they ride your ass too? Wait. You don't hear that voice constantly? I'm the only one? Okay. I think I'm starting to realize something. Let me explain. Just yesterday, when I was waiting to cross Flatbush Avenue, I started to cross, and no matter how hard I screamed to look out, trying everything I could to turn my head to the oncoming bus, it was only by the narrowest of margins that I managed to move out of the way in time. 0.83 seconds to be exact. That voice, whoever that is, must be in charge. Moping around the house, numbing me with alcohol and television, routinely logging into work late, how can a rational person choose to hit the snooze button four or five times every morning and never think to simply adjust their alarm a little later? Or how someone can go days between bathing themselves? Yet they're in charge. They get to decide what I say, where I go, who I see. You don't care about anyone but yourself, do you? Ugh, I need a drink. And so mean to me. If they hate me so much, why am I here? It's late. I can hear a distant car thumping unrecognizable pop through the kitchen window. The kitchen light is off. A neon sign across the street shines a lifeless blue against the linoleum floor and I'm standing by the sink and in my hands are a scrubber and a small sharp paring knife. I watch my hand place the scrubber in the sink adjusting the knife in my right hand I feel the plastic handle and secure a firmer grip. I watch me move my hand slowly, bringing the knife to the tender side of my left forearm and place the cold blade against my skin. The tip pricks my skin. I'm pushing the knife's blade down. My jaw is clenched. My forearm gives way to the knife. Searing pain scalds my body. I try to stop this, this insanity. Stop! Stop! I urge my arm to pull the knife away. Beads of dark red are starting to form at the tip. Why can't I make this stop? Stop! But the knife goes in a little deeper. I try to move the knife away, mentally reach into my arm with all my will. Stop! Stop! Stop!
What the fuck?